The Sue Morgan Podcast, Episode 20, Little Donkey. The person you've called is on the phone. Please leave a message after the tone. Hello there, it's uh, Ian Watkins here, or Watco, just phoning you up to do the Sue Morgan Podcast, Episode 20. But it would seem that you're on the phone speaking to somebody else. Who else is more important than me? Just left a message. Do you think that was too aggressive? I'm going to phone again. Hello? Sue Morgan, Sue Morgan. Oh, God, help me in. The, the blooming phone handsets fell off the table. Right, OK, I just phoned up and it was engaged. Yeah, I know. It, I think it was just... Uh, Sorry, no, we're on telephone. Well, who to? Who are you phoning up? Uh, I just thought, but it didn't matter. Sorry, help. Doesn't matter. Did you not? Do you not realise that I phone up at eleven o'clock? Are you forgotten about that? Give him the red card. That's it. Red card. It's only two minutes to eleven now. It don't matter. Right. What do you want? Do you want it dead on every every weekend, Billy? No, you're right. I've been up waiting for you since seven o'clock this morning. Seven o'clock. Well, I wasn't going to phone at seven. (laughs) Well, I know you want, but I thought last last week I had a lie in, and that was allowed. That was fine. Yeah, that's fine. But All I'm, is I'm good. Okay, it's not. It's not you, face. Sue. It's not you, Sue. It's Billy that I've got the problem right, with. Your I'm looking. I'm not wearing any shoes. <laughs> By the way, Billy, I was expecting you to turn up at my house last week and clear up a dead rat, and you never came. You, you mean never to turn came. Around and now I got a taxi, and he was on his way to you. Well, he didn't come, did <laughs> I bet he? He went to wrong ass. He probably did. <laughs> I told you it was the one that had the rat outside of it. Anyway, so in the end, just to clear up this, if you don't already know, I, I did actually on Sunday afternoon go out and scrape it up with a spade and put it in my I bin. Supping beer, you? I wasn't supping beer. What I you was doing? Drink, you don't drink no more. Is is teetotal? Well, I, I wish that I could say that. Maybe one day I'll be able to come on this show and say I, I don't drink anymore. But I'm afraid I do. I do like a tipple. I'm not like you guys. You guys are like I don't know saints. The angels. Oh, I'm angel. An angel. Yes, both of you angels. Oh, thank you. Well, you've definitely got the voice of an angel. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I haven't drunk beer for two years. I know. I know, I know. You've told us that before. I had some drinks last night, and last weekend I was watching a film, King Rocker, brilliant film, by the way, a documentary about um, a band called The Nightingales from Birmingham. Brilliant. Uh, really inspirational. So I was watching that, and as I was watching it, I was having some wine, and I, and I was doing that. I, I was thinking, outside the window is a dead, squashed rat, and it was bugging me and bugging me, so I put it on pause and went outside in what was pretty freezing conditions my trousers nearly fell down um, as I <laughs> it's not funny it was windy it was extremely windy well I did have a belt on but my trousers have a habit of falling down if I'm not careful and obviously I had both of my hands on the, on the spade and trying to get the bag open the, the bin bag open at the same time scraping up the dead rat and its innards and I managed to get in there and I'm sure that people were watching out the window thought it was some kind of street theatre that was being performed anyway the rat is in the bin it's all been sorted and I am yeah. no longer worried about the rat. Oh, how rat. how has your week been, Sue? Um, it hasn't been too bad. It's been uh, chilled out week, so, you know, it's they were, uh, it just what bothered me is the weather and that. It's been a bit cold. It has been a bit cold. I felt for Lucy when I was taking her out because she don't like the cold. I don't, I don't like the cold either, if I'm honest with you. No. I'm no. a hothouse flower, me. Yeah. 
That's very true. I'm being very honest with you. I don't like the cold. I was looking at the weather forecast. I think it's going to get a little warmer next week, which is good news because it is absolutely brass monkeys out there, isn't it? It is. It's freezing. Cold, cold, cold. It's below minus. Below minus? Yeah. It's like minus, minus. <laughs> <laughs> it's below zero. It's in the minus. Yeah, and guess what? Yeah. I'm looking forward to Tuesday to tossing. Oh, what is it? Pancake day on Tuesday? Yeah, it's road Tuesday. I'm tossing pancakes. I'm a little bit upset because normally I would spend Pancake Day with my mum and dad. I always go over there on Pancake Day and we sort of like recreate what it was like when I was a kid. We still do that. And uh, obviously can't spend it with my mum and dad this year. So I'm a little bit sad on that front. But I tell you what, I'll be eating pancakes and I'll be doing some serious tossing. Yeah, I'm tossing the pancakes. Doing the, yeah, obviously the pancakes. What is your favourite toppings on a pancake? There's a question for you. Uh, Orange. Orange. And sugar? With sugar. Yeah. But on mine, I'm going to be doing the sweet, you know, the sweetener, because I'm not supposed to have sugar, so I have the sweetener. But on one day, one day, though, Shrove Tuesday, come on. Yeah, I know, loads on it. I'll let you do whatever you want on next Tuesday. Yeah. What's your favourite topping, Billy? Pardon? What's your favourite pancake topping? Well, I didn't have a pancake last year, I didn't miss it. Oh, here we go. You have one this year. I'm, I'm, I'm I didn't have it. I don't. I don't eat bad things. I don't drink bitter anymore. If you did have a pancake this coming Tuesday, what would you have? I'm sure you've had pancakes in the past. You can tell us what your favourite topping yeah, is. Yeah, I'm in the five. Yeah. So what? what is... do you have on top on it, though. Eh? I fried it a long while ago. I fried, I fried it. Uh, yeah. I fried a pancake. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, you do it in a frying pan. Yeah. I fried it. Yeah, okay. So what did you have on top of it, Billy? That's a fried and still meat. <laughs> you have oranges, lemons, honey. A bush kangaroo. Marmite, gravy. Oh, pancakes with kangaroo on them. Wow, fantastic. Kangaroo, oh, God. I'll tell you what I like. I am a, a, a lemon and sugar guy. Yeah. Um, and I also am a fan of jam on mine. Oh, oh, jam! You have jam now. You want to get involved in the conversation, do you I now, Billy? Jam on mine. Very good. And I also like double cream, extra thick double cream, and uh, also golden syrup. Yeah, mm. bugger the diet. Yeah, it's going out the window on Tuesday. I don't. I didn't think it was this Tuesday, but there you go. It's it's rolled around yeah, quick, it hasn't it? It's always in February. Yeah. Mardi Gras. That's what it is. Mardi Gras. Is that what it is? Yeah. I used to enjoy Mardi Gras when it used to come to Mansfield. Oh, the, the Mansfield Mardi Not Gras. Mansfield, other one, Chesterfield Road Park, wasn't it? Yeah, but that was weirdly the the actual proper Mardi Gras, which I guess most people know about, the one that takes place in New Orleans in the United yeah. States of America, is actually on is on Pancake Day because Mardi Gras means Fat Tuesday, I think. And it oh, was a big celebratory event, whereas we do pancakes, they do dancing around in the streets with jazz music and putting pearls on their head. And if you give if you give people pearls, then they, they flash you their torsos, um, mm. seem to believe. But the Mansfield Mardi Gras was a summer thing, wasn't it? It was like a summer event. Yeah, it was. It mm. used to be a, car- a carnival, wasn't it? I remember going to the Mansfield Mardi Gras and a radio station. But this was before I was involved with radio, and I, and I used to listen to a lot of radio. And I went to the radio station, and I said, "Can I, can I have your autographs, please?" And I got the autograph of um, the guy who was oh. there. 
It could be Carl Cooper. Do you remember Carl, Carl Cooper? Carl Cooper from Radio Nottingham. That's the one. He gave me his... Yeah. Um, and he used to do The Breakfast Show, and I was a fan of his. And I was like, can I have your your, your signature, please? Mm. And he was like, no, go away. No, he wasn't like that. He was lovely. And he said, yes, of course you can. Of course you can. Oh. I remember the Mansell Mardi Gras. They they were good times, great days. Anyway, should, yeah. we do, should we do some Sue's headlines this week? Yeah, go on, then. Let's do it. Uh, where's my bong? There it is. I found it. I'm glad you told me about Pancake Day. That's really crept up on me this year. I tell you what is taking place before Pancake Day, though. Yeah. Valentine's. Valentine's tomorrow, yeah. Yeah, I want to know where all my cards and flowers are and chocolates. The only flowers I'd get is dandelions. What's that? <laughs> They're in the post. They're oh, in the post. Yeah, in the post. Oh, anyway, listen yeah, to this. Listen to this story. A romantic Indian meal has always carried a whiff of danger, says this story, but a chef says he has created the first wind-free curry. So this is curry that's, that doesn't make you let off. Yeah, that don't make you fart. Yeah. How do you like them apples, Sue? You what? Well, what do you think to this? This guy's got loads of ingredients in his new curry that does not make you fart. It's great. Well, let him let him up, let me up recipes, Ad. It says here, quantities of onions, garlic and chilli are the prime gaseous suspects have been cut by half by this chef, which means that when you are having your meal with your loved one, you're not going to let a ripper out at the table. <laughs> got plenty of air freshener in here, an incident-free evening. Are yours silent? Silent but deadly No, soon? the lard. Are they? I've been letting off this morning. I had an onion. What, just a raw one? <laughs> just biting in no, it, into it? No, cheese and onion che- on toast. Right. Cheese, cheese on toast with some onion on it. Cooking onion. I love this stuff. Do you know what I thought? It was. I thought I heard thunder earlier, but um, that yeah, was obviously... Yeah, probably me letting off. Billy, did you hear that fart that Sue did? Mr. Trump did. <laughs> Every time I let off, he says, Mr. Hey, Mr. Trump. What what does he say? I said, watch Shankin, Dave. You know, twenty seconds. Don't forget. You've got to be careful not to follow through sometimes. Mm. Oh. Well, I did <laughs> miss that. Let's put it like that. I just parted. <laughs> well, go and wash your hands, then. That were ages ago, you monkey. <laughs> wow. <laughs> A driver taking a speed awareness course on Zoom. Apparently, if you get caught speeding at the moment due to the pandemic, people take their speed awareness courses on Zoom now. But he was spotted slacking off to paint his skirting boards. The tutor spotted him applying a coat in the remote three-hour lesson. The mystery motorist, taking the course to avoid licence penalty points for speeding, was warned to put down his brush and pick up a highway code instead. Another driver on the course, Peter Humphreys, 40, of Cardiff, said, I won't do the uh, Welsh accent, the instructor can see you as well. He said one guy had been uh, touching up his skirting boards. (laughs) That's the danger with Zoom. He must have been as daft as a brush. Course operators, TTC group, were approached for comment, but um, they didn't comment in time. You don't drive, do you, Sue? So... I only drive people at all. So you would never be in, in one of these speed awareness courses? Um, no, no, I don't need that. I, I need them because when I used to go on fairground and I used to go on dodgeons, I used to break every rolling book by banging into people head on crashes. Are you... Just on it. Were you the person that would go... Everybody would be going clockwise and somebody would be going to anti-clockwise. <laughs> and I'm guessing you're yeah, the anti... Yeah, would go other way. Yeah, unbelievable. I've grown up since then. Never grow up, Sue. <laughs> it's boring. Oh, 
Here we go. Almost half of couples often sleep apart because of their partner's irritating bedtime habits, a survey shows. Snoring is a top annoyance, but other moans include hogging the duvet, clipping toenails in bed, breaking wind, once again uh, that comes up, and using their phone. It means sleep divorce is on the rise, with some couples kipping apart four nights a week. A quarter of all couples say um, bedtime habits have caused arguments, and more than one in ten have broken up over it, says the research by bedding firm Eve Sleep. So there we go. Um, so oh, people are sleeping apart because of of bedtime incidents. Yeah, that's awful. It is sort of sad, isn't it, in a way? It's very sad. Because you're supposed to get used to the person you're with, so you, you've got to sort of almost... Put up with their... Get the habits and all. Yeah, their little idiosyncrasies. I snore when I've been drinking. I snore when I'm asleep on my back. And can Billy hear you um, in the next room you snoring? Uh, no, but I blooming can hear him. Does he snore, does he? Well, oh, yeah. What's... One of these days I'm going to record him. What do you mean? He's almost a loud sewage man. She's snoring. She sounds like a bloody donkey. <laughs> <laughs> So what do you do then when he's snoring? Do you... Donkey, little donkey, across the road, road. You can find him, you can find him. My little donkey across the old dusty road. Bum, bum, bum. All Billy's songs end with bomb, bomb, bomb. So what do you do then if, if you're disturbing each other? Do you sort of like get, come into the room and go, Oi! Or no, do you poke him with I a just stick? just let him get on with it. Just let him get on with it. I don't want to cause it. no arguments at two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Can you imagine it all kicking off at 2am? Just put your earplugs in. Do you have earplugs? No, because I'll just take some painkillers to knock me out. So right. I don't hear no... Talking of um, dodgems, Sue. Yeah. Clever Stephen Hoskins has turned a 1973 fairground dodgem into a mobility scooter. Oh, that's interesting. I think you'd be brilliant. Oh, I like riding dodgem, doing dodgem, riding dodgem. So, have you ever thought about getting a mobility scooter? I've had one in the past and broke down twice. Did it? All right. I sent it back, yeah. What, what you should do is maybe get one of it these... It was costing me too much, £93 a month to hire one, you know, to... I won. That is quite expensive, isn't it? And then I thought, I only used it twice. Yeah. Final what story. Big, what did the big chimney said to the smoke chimney? Oh, God, here we go. Too, Too young to yeah. smoke. Yeah. Great. That's getting a bit boring now. <laughs> Final story is this one. Stonehenge may have been built from stones first used in another stone circle 175 miles away, according to archaeologists. Uh-huh. Um, this was on a show last night, actually. I was watching this last night. I do like my standing stones. It's in the same area that the Wiltshire Mon- Monument's uh, blue stones come from. Experts believe they were moved as its prehistoric builders migrated 5,000 years ago as a sign of ancestral identity. It may explain why Stonehenge's stones came from so far away, because I think they were from somewhere in, in Wales, weren't they, in Pembrokeshire originally, and ended up, obviously, in Salisbury. Is that where it is? Quite close to Salisbury, Stonehenge? Somewhere around there, isn't yeah. it? Um, yeah, in Cotswolds, isn't it? Somewhere, yeah. I'm not where somewhere around there. I went to Stonehenge and I really enjoyed it. Yeah. And I thought about becoming a pagan. You have? I, Ian the Pagan, uh, have been 
praying to all of my gods over the last few weeks since becoming a pagan. In fact, I became a pagan last night. So I, I, you know what I do? I, I kind of dabble in paganism. Sometimes I'm into it, sometimes I'm not. And last night watching this show about Stonehenge made me really want to be a pagan again. So I'm going to have a fire tonight and watch the gods dance in front of me whilst warming my tushy. Uh, so, well, I'll uh, be watching my thing of final me. Which people are in the fire? Sausage. Sausage. Badger. Badger. And um, Robin, uh, I've got a feeling that I'm going to be gutted because I wanted, I want sausage to win, but last week I watched it and my mate Michael says, you know what, he says, Badger sounds like Will Young. That's right. And I'm going to be gutted if it's Will Young. I thought Badger would win it, didn't it? He's on tonight. Yeah, I thought Badger would win it. Right, so you think Badger's going to win it and you want Um, Robin to win it, no? I want uh, sausage. Sausage. Yeah. I liked Bush Baby, but he got knocked out the other week. I heard that potentially Robin could be one of the guys from JLS. Could be. A sausage is a lady, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, everybody thinks it's Stacey Solomon. They were trying to grill her on Loose Women yesterday, um, but the record it could be, um, oh, what's her name, that other singer. Uh, she did a duet with Gary Barlow on, on the internet all the week. Oh, I can't remember what I don't know. Was. I saw Gary Barlow doing, anyway. um, doing a duet with somebody from Foreigner. Singing, I want to know what love is, this week. Yeah, I can remember that, yeah. Yeah, well, we'll, this time next week, we will know. So, um, finally, let's talk a little bit about Valentine's Day. Have you got anything planned for tomorrow? No. No. I ain't got a Valentine. I'll be your Valentine, Sue. Will you, mad? Yeah, here's a big virtual hug from me. Are you ready? Yeah, go on, then. a big squeeze. Here we go. Well, guys, have a fantastic rest of your weekend. Happy Valentine's Day to both of you. Yeah, and, Valentine's um, Day to you as well, Ian. Eric. My name's not Eric. My name is Ian. Um, and also, happy um, Sue Morgan, the 20th podcast. You made it to 20. That's pretty two impressive. O. The big 2-0. They're doing okay, aren't they? Everybody's enjoyed listening to them. We've got a load of good feedback. Well, we've got... Um, a lot more people listening now. It's weird because we went through a stage where it started quite well and then it sort of pulled then back a bit. it went down again and sort of then started going up again. Yeah, exactly. We have a good natter. Well, and, uh, yeah, you know, and, and hello, thank you, for, thank you for listening. It's, we do appreciate it. So you listening yeah. right now, big thumbs up, peace and love. Yeah, saying happy Valentine's Day to everybody. Yeah, happy, happy Valentine's Day to everyone. This is kind of like an audio Valentine's Day card to all those Sue Morgan podcast listeners out there. Um, yeah. Lots of lovey-dovey vibes coming your way. Take care, guys. Yes, okay, same to you, Ian. Same to you. Happy Valentine's Love to everyone. Love you all too, listening. Keep Bye. going, keep ringing. I'll keep driving you mad. Da, 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 da. Goodbye, goodbye. See you next week. Have a good week. Bye. <laughs>